My name is Abhay Dandekar, and I share conversations with talented and interesting individuals linked to the global Indian and South Asian community. It's informal and informative, adding insights to our evolving cultural expressions, where each person can proudly say, trust me, I know what I'm doing. Hi, everyone. Join me for a special episode featuring conversations celebrating the 10th anniversary of Indiaspora. Stay tuned. It's Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and while many of the traditions are very American, the opportunity to celebrate gratitude, community, a sense of belonging, and pride is welcomed universally. And speaking of welcome, thank you all for listening to our show and sharing it with your friends and family, for rating, downloading, and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts, and for following along on social media, at Dr. Abhaydarndekar. This year, I'm especially grateful for health and family, but I'm also truly thankful for the community and friendships that have been cultivated through Indiaspora. Now, Indiaspora is a nonprofit network of global Indian origin leaders from diverse backgrounds who are committed to inspiring the worldwide Indian diaspora to be a force for good by providing a platform to collaborate, build community engagement, and catalyze social change. Now, so far for the past two years of airing Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing, I've shared conversations with a variety of global leaders and difference makers in academia, arts, business, entertainment, healthcare, media, philanthropy, politics, policy, government, science, technology, and more. And the more I listen, the more I've found these discussions to be synchronized so closely to the mission and vision of Indiaspora. Founded in 2012 by M.R. Rangaswamy, Indiaspora aims to inspire the global Indian diaspora to be a force for good, affirming our past through traditional excellence, energizing our present through a nexus of collaborative activity, and imagining our future through vision and innovation. Last month, Indiaspora celebrated its 10th anniversary, gathering for their annual forum in the Bay Area. Now, I truly believe that each of us in our own community has a unique skill or contribution to offer. And this was sparklingly on display from chatting with attendees at this gathering. I wanted to gather thoughts from people on what was so special about this forum, about what inspired them and how Indiaspora felt like a force for good, and about how they might reflect upon Indiaspora 10 years from now. So here's a series of those brief chats with some amazing individuals that I'll introduce now one by one. So first I had the chance to chat with Sri Rajan, a partner at Coda Capital, an investment firm in San Francisco, who's also the vice chair of Akshayapatra, serving meals to over 2 million children every day. Here's Sri sharing his thoughts on what makes Indiaspora so special. So first of all, it's great that there is a forum, there's a platform that's being created for people of Indian origin across the globe to get together. We bring a lot to the table. You know, people sort of have a unidimensional view of Indians, let's say, especially in Silicon Valley, that, you know, we're all techies, that whenever an Indian shows up, it must be to fix the, the laptop. And I think this is a platform that enables for each of us to also see that we have an impact and a presence across a whole range of disciplines, but also for people outside the Indian community to see that as well and to see the impact that we are having, not just in these professional disciplines, but actually beyond that as well. 
you know, with that and building community and being visible, but also how has Indiaspora perhaps inspired you, either professionally or personally? You know, I'll go back to the platform it's created. It's enabled me to really engage with people that I wouldn't normally have engaged with and really learn from them the very, very interesting things that they're doing. Uh, whether it's uh, community work, it's social engagement, it's even on the professional side. The, the Indian community professionally is doing some very, very interesting things. And for me to understand that in some ways contribute, I'm on the board of you know a few startups, I'm, I, I'm an investor, that's my sort of my day job, yeah. so to speak, that's yeah. my real... And uh, your passion. And my passion as yeah. well. But I also have a passion on the social side. I'm on the board of a bunch of different social organizations yeah. as well. And... Uh, I, I learn a lot through this platform about what other people are doing in terms of social and civic engagement. So it's really been a great uh, multiplying factor, so to speak, on many of these things. I think that multiplying factor word is, is so critical, right? Yeah. Because you meet others who are um, in then in turn inspiring you to their in turn inspire others. That's right. You know, my take on this is that each of us should find a way to give back. I think Indiaspora is a platform. It doesn't have to be the only platform, but I would say that each of us needs to find a way to give back. What Indiaspora does is showcases many of the things that people are doing to do that. And the good part, especially about the vision that Indiaspora has, is it's not just about giving back in India. It's actually giving back to the communities where you live. And that also, it's a very powerful message that in as much as we have these connections and ties to India and to the communities back there, we must also develop linkages to the communities that we live in and give back to where we are. Right. Place-based. It, uh, it is very much so. Yeah. And, as, and so I think we, each of us, for me personally, this is very important. I mean, we, we can be consumed with what we do in our day jobs, but we must, you know, to set an example for the next generation, that's looking at looking to us and looking at us to see whether we're doing the right things or not. I think this is very important. Well, and that next generation is saying that, look, the future is now. The future right? is now, yeah. Um, one final thing, uh, I'm curious about this. You know, imagine that we're fast forwarding 10 years yeah. from now. Yeah. What will we hopefully be saying? What do you hope we'll be saying when we reflect back on this moment? You know, I think this is just the first phase of the journey that's been completed. I, I hope that over the next 10 years, there are people who, because of what Indiaspora has done in terms of building connections and some connective tissue, so to speak, are inspired to do something unique. You know, they would come back and say, you know, because of the connections that I made and because of, you know, people that I met through Indiaspora or the events that I went to, it, it gave me the confidence that I could create my own path. That, I think, is what the aspiration should be. And I'm hoping that we will get to that in the next 10 years. Now here's Nalini Saligram, the founder and CEO of Arogya World, a global health nonprofit that's helping people lead healthier lives by preventing non-communicable diseases through education and lifestyle changes in India. Arogya World uses a doorstep health model to bring prevention to where people live, learn, and work. And under Nalini's leadership, is scaling this at the population level. Here she shares her Indiaspora experience. 
So, I have been coming to Indiaspora forums for a number of years and I have great admiration for what MR and his now bigger team have built. Um, I run a non-profit called Arogya World, we do diabetes prevention in India and for me I am very excited about meeting like-minded people and like-minded organizations all of whom are interested in India. So this is a very wonderful group of people to connect with. I also really uh, like the group's interest and emphasis on both politics as well as philanthropy and the philanthropy angle really has got me thinking more and doing more uh, reflection yeah. on you know what is it that why do people give and what is it that can drive people to give so those are the two things you know we we are unique in the sense we straddle two countries two yeah. cultures so giving back whether <laughs> or showing up at the table as they yeah. were talking yeah. today you know either one of those is for both communities. We have to be part of the American community as well as the Indian community. And for that, for, for that it's you know, unique. We are a unique group. And I enjoy every meeting. I get a jolt of inspiration from many of the sessions and the many of the people and their stories. So for me, it's always gratifying. And let me ask you more about that. You know, in some ways for you personally and even professionally, what has been? What are some of the inspiring parts of Indiaspora? How has it inspired you in some ways? Yeah. At one of these uh, meetings, I think it was right at the Hayes Mansion. Somebody stood up. I believe it was Sunil Vadwani who stood up and put a, you know, a challenge to the group. Hey, can you double the amount of giving to India? And yeah, something was born out of it. It's called India Philanthropy Alliance, and I'm one of the founder members of it. And yeah, we are tackling that, you know, systematically. So it's inspiring to see how from just one person's challenge. You can spark you and can engage. Spark and, and, and engage an entire set of uh, people. Individual people's stories, whether it's nonprofit leaders or uh, people in politics running, you know, people, most of the time people just say, hey, I wish we could do better in politics. But, you know, to stand up and say, I'm standing for office, look at me, I'm ready for scrutiny, requires a special courage. Your work is so aligned with this idea of being a force for good. Yes. And how does that, how does that, that phrase, being a force for good, what does that mean to you, especially given what you do? <laughs> I, I founded Nan Arogya World to do more, uh, to work with like-minded people and organizations and make a meaningful contribution to global health. That's what drove me 12 years ago to found this organization and that's what drives me today. So force for good means being dissatisfied with the status quo by wanting to do more, by collecting, as I mentioned earlier today, the brain power in this room and coming up with an action plan for solving any one problem, uh, you know, but be doing more with what we have, leaving a legacy that means something, inspiring the next generation to take care of their health because on my watch, we have let the world's... Uh, health go you know downhill so badly we have 
inundated with non-communicable diseases. Our Indian community is, especially in, the, in America, we have a double whammy. We have the American uh, uh, pressure as well as the Indian pressures. And we really must do something both for Indian Americans and for Indians to tackle non-communicable diseases. So force for good means conquering disease. Force for good means co contributing beyond just what is low-hanging fruit. Well, and health and wellness spreads beyond just the physical idea, but the collective idea, yes, right? Yes. And even with that, you know, thinking, you mentioned the word legacy, mm -hmm. right? So let's imagine that we're having this conversation 10 years from now. What do you hope we'll be saying when we reflect back on this 10th anniversary forum? Oh, I would love to have... Um, you know, moved the needle on the sustainable development goals that this community contributed to India meeting the SDG number three, which is the one that I'm focused on. But it could be education, it could, and I think that there is collective power. There is the power in just in this room and the people who are here, part of India's Diaspora, to move the needle. So I would love to see that. Yes, I would love to see the money doubling. I would love to see Indians in lots of leadership positions. But I think we can make an indelible mark on the health and well-being of Indians and wherever in the world they are, just by connecting within our communities and, and using the infrastructure that someone else has built, the network of someone else, the connections of someone else to make a real important contribution. So just one other point, Abhay, and that is that for prevention of diabetes or heart disease to be meaningful, it needs to be at the population level. You can't treat your way. You just can't treat your way out of the crisis that we as Indians and Indian Americans face. So we have to think about how to harness the power of technology to really make population health level prevention possible. That's where the tech leadership, the tech in insights that all these leaders in you know the silicon valley can really really help nonprofits you know who who have this much thinking and probably this much content get to that scale and that's possible with uh, the diaspora community next i chatted with nira tandon the staff secretary and senior advisor to president biden and the former president and ceo of the center for american progress Nira has been a senior advisor for health reform to President Obama, a policy and legislative director for Senator Hillary Clinton, and an associate policy director to President Bill Clinton. Nira was so eager to share her reflections of the first in diaspora conference that she attended 10 years ago. So I was at the founding of the founding conference of in diaspora, which brought together people from really leaders from all walks of life. And I remember um, just being in awe back then of all the different leadership roles that uh, Indian Americans played. It really was the first time I saw in a room that Indian Americans were leading across the board in, in the country. And that's why this convening is so important because it's sort of the next generation of leaders coming together. And I think it really demonstrates how far we've come uh, there's been just an incredible growth in the impact of the Indian American community in the United States, just particularly in this decade, 
And so this bookend of that conference and this conference really demonstrates that to me. Tell me, um, because you've had a front row seat to this for the last 10 years, you know, for you, how has In Diaspora maybe inspired you? How has it given you some source of inspiration, either personally or professionally for that matter? So, I mean, just frankly, I made friends at the first conference, some of whom are here. Yeah. I made interesting connections. I remember meeting Rod Chetty for the first time at that conference. And since then, we've really kept in touch about his work and how to improve the lives of low-income Americans. And a lot of his work is, is work that I'm helping lead in the administration. So, you know, those connections can come from anywhere. And, um, you know, we, we use the word connections and sometimes people think of that as something that's like a kind of quid pro quo for people. But here, learning from leaders in all these different walks of life are, is incredibly enriching and you learn things you don't know. And, and in that way, Raj has really helped you know, shape public policy, and that relationship has been really profound. It sort of feels a little bit less like a transaction, much more like a relationship development. Absolutely, but also yeah. it's just really, um, you know, you learn from seeing things from different perspectives, and that's yeah. what's really important about this conference is I met people who are obviously leaders in business, but leaders in academia, leaders in the arts, leaders in all walks of life, people in business or leading meeting people who are in in public policy and so I think it just it it's the kind of cross-fertilization that other interests other groups whether they're Italian-Americans or Greek-Americans or other groups other ethnic groups and racial groups in the United States have had for a long time so that's why I think India's war is so important let me ask you this let's fast forward 10 years from now so you had the first version you have version 2.0 you know in 10 years if we were having a conversation, what do you hope we'll be talking about in reflecting back on, on this point in time for Indiaspora? Well, I work in government, so I've always thought it's really important for the Indian American community to gather its political impact. So I hope 10 years from now, we're talking about you know Indian American senators and Indian American, maybe an Indian American president, yeah. and you know, really having ensuring the community's voice is everywhere. And uh, it's fantastic that we have members of Congress. That's a big leap from where we were. Five members, four members, you know, we were at zero members uh, a little while ago. So, you know, there have been really big leaps and bounds. But I, I hope we recognize that, you know, there's, we'll be at a point where Indian American, having an Indian American senator is just like the same as having a Irish American or any, any other ethnic group. So that's what I'm hoping for. Now let's listen to Northwestern University professor Mohan Birsani, a globally recognized scholar, teacher, and consultant in business innovation, modern marketing, and business AI applications. Professor Sani is a pioneer and prolific author in online education, marketing, business management, and even poetry, and he's an incredibly talented speaker. I asked him about what was so particularly unique to him about Indiaspora. I think it's the uh, the diversity of the people and uh, the accomplishments that they bring to the table. You know, I like to say that innovation happens at the grout between the tiles, and it's really kind of the meeting people from walks of from walks of life that you haven't heard about, not only people that you don't know. So I think that uh, makes it a pretty rich experience, and really sort of I mean the diversity 
of perspectives, life experiences, and, and frankly, the level of accomplishment. You know, in that way, in diaspora is not just a single lane, right? It's, it's so many different lanes. And with that diversity, do you think that, for you at least, um, forums like this, building community, how do they resonate for people to take away, you know, when they're actually leaving this forum? Yeah, I think that you have to really focus on making a few meaningful connections yeah. and not be too strategic about it. Right. You know, I think I really like the organic nature of, uh, I like to say that every person you meet is a teacher and every conversation is a learning experience. So uh, as long as you keep an open mind and don't get too strategic about, I need to get three business cards, four <laughs> deals and you know, yeah. <laughs> six leads and so on, yeah. you, you can walk away with, with, with some really great friendships and with relationships that you know I personally have been to a couple of these yeah. and each time it's, it's resulted in a few meaningful connections yeah. and and then those lead to areas of joint interest and perhaps collaborations that you hadn't envisaged and across walks of life that you normally in your day-to-day -day work you know we, we, we tend to meet in a day-to-day -day context too many people like ourselves yeah. Yeah. Right and uh, more cross pollination, cross pollination, and and an appreciation of common threads mm. that actually uh, connect very diverse disciplines. Right. In in some ways, personally and even professionally, how has in diaspora inspired? I think it's inspired me to think of other dimensionalities of my personal mission. And what really inspires me is that most of the people that I meet at, at this forum, uh, they don't do one thing. They, you know, I'm looking at you, you don't yeah. do one thing. Right. And, um, and usually there's a, there's a heart component, a mind component, and a soul component mm -hmm. to what people, in my experience here, are doing. And uh, I think we've been driven too much towards the mind component. And as... I get older, and I'm gonna cross 60 next year. You have to think about what else? Yeah. What gives you meaning, what gives you purpose? And, uh, and, and there's so many avenues to inspiration and seeing and observing what other people have found yeah. in terms of their meaning and the legacy that they wanna leave beyond, of course, money and materialism and so right. on. Well, and, and I'm wondering if the whole mantra of force for good sort of fits into that in that same sort of capacity for you. Absolutely, yeah. because it's about um, not only taking, but the idea as, as, as they talk about here yeah. a lot is giving back yeah. and, and affecting positive change. Uh, because I think we are very privileged. Mm. Uh, the people, everyone here who is here by definition is very privileged. And, uh, and there's a lot of potential, there's a lot of power, there's a lot yeah. of e economic capital. Yeah. And, and with that, as Spider-Man says, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Right. Yeah. So, so that, that, that notion that uh, to be able to do good, you need to be a force. Yeah. And the fact that, that this is a powerful force now can be pointed in the right directions. Uh, so that, that sort of idea of giving back or philanthropy or, you know, community well-being as, a, as an organizing principle, I think is a very powerful idea because there are lots of conferences and forums and organizations that we deal with that are professionally oriented sure. that uh, are meant to further your career yeah. but or there are the pure nonprofits who are mission oriented but 
if you can combine the two, sort of profits with a purpose or capital with a purpose, uh, I think that's what they're trying to do here. It's a very powerful idea. Um, imagine that this is now 10 years from now. And what do you hope we might be talking about when reflecting back on this 10th anniversary forum for Indiaspora? I think it would have to be just broadening and deepening the scale of impact. Uh, by broadening, I mean um, contributions in multiple dimensions, civic life, you know, arts, uh, philanthropy, and so on. And, and, and deepening is just how many people we touch, how many people are part of the, the platform. And I think one of the challenges that I do see is that it's a high touch and fairly exclusive sort of club. That's what makes it valuable. But is there a model that allows this idea to scale and reach millions of people? So that's where I think conceptually the notion that was being talked about that what if we have an app? What if we have uh, a way for 32 million people and not just 200 people right. to connect? Uh, that doesn't mean this forum needs to become virtual, but I hope that it will spawn a more scalable yeah. ways of reaching more people, having more impact at a, at a broader scale. Almost uh, speaking to the folks who are not in the room, speaking to right. the folks who are actually have great ideas, great amounts of capacity building and capital that aren't here, that are not necessarily being reached right, right. now. Right, because what we don't want to do is to become a very rarefied echo chamber yeah. of uh, you know, people who have great connections and great friendships, but uh, aren't able to take that beyond. So if we can create a global connection platform for the, the diaspora worldwide, all 32 million, or at least facilitate the creation of that, I yeah. think that would be a very powerful idea. You know, what was also so terrific about the gathering were the unexpected surprises and multi-generational talent on full display when I chatted with Atreya Ramanan and Yuvan Sundaramurti, both college students and both professional race car drivers. Atreya is a Formula 3 driver who's won at Sonoma Raceway and an engineering student at Purdue. Yuvan is the first driver of Indian descent to win a race at IndyCar, and he's a computer science student at the University of Wisconsin. I asked them to share how they felt about Indiaspora and this forum. First Atreya and then Yuvan. I think this forum is bringing about people from the Indian diaspora. It's bringing about so many different people, so much variety. And it's showing like so much of the Indian culture and so much of how India has influenced the U.S. and people across the U.S. and changed the way our community has grown throughout these years. And I think it's, it's really highlighting like how, like who we've become basically over our time here. I think in, in the future from now, we can see this is just like a landmark moment. So today, yeah. it's almost like taking account of everything that's happened so far. And someday in the future, we'll look back on this and we'll see how far we've come from today. How about you, Yuvan? Yeah, I think it's really cool to see, seeing all the people here from the different varieties of everything. It's, I mean, for us being race car drivers, people in the medicine business and business yeah. and everything else, it's, it's a great thing to see just the variety of people, especially in this country, uh, being able to bring the, the Indian heritage and uh, everything to the country. You know, what's amazing is that like, you know, how many generations maybe are represented here, right? So that you have folks who are really up and coming, folks in college, you know, business leaders and art leaders and civic leaders. How do you guys find that to be inspiring in some ways, right? Because we, we definitely um, have a lot to celebrate. 
but maybe what, what about in diaspora and this sort of this collection is kind of inspiring to you both? I think it really just shows how, I mean, we're capable of anything and like we have, we're so well, well educated, well, like so diverse, so well uh, spread out that we're capable of being in almost any field and we're capable of achieving so much. And it, it inspires me because it tells me that no matter what I do, I have, you know, this background, this culture I can show my roots in. And it's something that proves to me that I could do whatever I want to do in the future. I think it really shows how the Indian heritage and the Indian culture is still a part of everything, right? It's, yeah. it's starting its new beginnings with uh, the younger generations, and it's still here with the older generations. So it's great to see kind of the variety, and even with the variety of people here, seeing how much it's changed over the years and uh, how everything's evolved and talking to people and understanding that, yeah. It's a good point that it's sort of a work in progress, right? So if we imagine 10 years from now, what do you hope we'll be talking about? What do you hope we'll be talking about 10 years from now in reflecting back on this forum and Indiaspora's in 10th year anniversary? I hope today uh, during this forum we'll be able to come up with goals, some dreams, some um, ideals that we want to see realized within the next 10 years. And 10 years from now, we'll be able to celebrate and reflect on how well we achieved those things and how we were able to meet our goals and you know, set the next ones for the next 10 years to come. I just hope in 10 years this thing is bigger. Uh, come back, yeah. have a similar thing, and just have more people, uh, more people sharing their stories and sharing their experiences. More race drivers, yeah. right? Yeah, hopefully. Pretty cool. With acting locally and scaling globally being the fabric of these connections, it was so nice to chat with Anand Deshpande, the founder and chairman of Persistent Systems in Pune, Maharashtra, India, who also steers local nonprofit work to help with small business growth. And as someone based in India, but with strong global ties, Anand shared his thoughts on the unique role of Indiaspora, especially with India poised for so much in the next 10 years. I have been part of Indiaspora for nearly eight years. And uh, there are few of us from India who are part of it. Typically, Indiaspora is meant for the diaspora outside India, but we've been trying to help bridge the connections. And, and you meet people uh, across different areas of expertise and age so it's a very diverse yeah. desi gang okay yeah. <laughs> which is not very common with the desis normally when you get a desi gang it's always all same kind of people no, but you, this you is uh, yes so this is a very nice group and uh, you get to meet some very interesting people and uh, everyone has amazing stories and it's good to share and learn from them Tell me one thing, what has been inspiring about Indiaspora for you, either personally or professionally? So of course, you know, um, as I said, I've been here for a while and when they started out with this one percent goals and all that, but they have significantly over-delivered on that, which is very impressive to see. It's the people that you meet at Indiaspora and, and the energy that you get from everyone trying to help each other and the excitement. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy meeting the people that I get to meet here. It's almost uh, uplifting with each person that you are, are, are meeting. You turn one corner to the next, there's some new story of inspiration. And, and another thing I'm very curious about in some ways, the idea of being a force for good. Yes. How has that resonated with you? See, it does resonate in, a many, in many ways. Uh, I'm at this stage in my life now where uh, you know, I was running a day job Having sort of retired from that, I'm now thinking about how to make impact. Yeah. And I find Indiaspora is a very nice platform for exchanging ideas on what kind of things one could be doing. And uh, so I find it very, uh, it, it is at the right place for me at the right time. Yeah. If we were having a conversation 10 years from now, 
and we're reflecting back on this, what do you hope we'll be saying about this moment in time for Indiaspora and this 10th anniversary forum? I think we are at a very interesting juncture at this moment and uh, both from the India context as well. So if you're thinking about India and 10 years next at, in the India context from being where I am in India, I think the next 10 years for India are going to be most important. Uh, we are going to tip many stereotypes to things and if we do this right, we should be in a very different place uh, 10 years from now. And I think the India diaspora and the Indian diaspora has a lot to contribute in ensuring that we make the right moves and we don't miss any buses and we don't do stupid things. And this kind of community helping and working with India, I think there's a lot of opportunity. So if I were to look 10 years from now, of course, I want to see India be, uh, we should definitely be the top three economies with us uh, given. But are we just one of three or can we be more than that? That's a good opportunity. And I think, again, we have been uh, very insular, sort of, we, we have been asking for more things as India so far. I think this whole giving back or making a difference or making impact, I think that's uh, very important and I see next 10 years should be, when we look at 10 years later, it should be looking very different as to how we have made a difference to the world. You're listening to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. After a quick break, let's rejoin our conversations from Indiaspora's 10th anniversary forum. Stay tuned. Every story told is a lesson learned, and every lesson learned is a story waiting to be told. I'm Abhay Dandekar, and I share conversations with global Indians and South Asians so everyone can say, trust me, I know what I'm doing. New episodes weekly, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. Let's rejoin our conversations now from Indiaspora's 10th anniversary forum, where I had a chance next to chat with Anil Advani, a startup lawyer, angel investor, and mentor to early stage founders in Silicon Valley. As a veteran of so many life cycles of finance and growth, not just in the US, but globally, Anil's perspective and practice are highly, highly valued, and his thoughts on Indiaspora's unique and special role and what it's actually forced him to think about resonate loudly for so many. Yeah, I mean, I've been a member of Indiaspora for now gosh, seven, eight years. Yeah. And I think the key word is reflect, right? Yeah. It, because we're all busy running around building our own practices, earning as much as we can, our ventures, uh, families. Yeah. We really never get time as Indian Americans, right? We never get time to reflect yeah. on why are we here, right? What are we doing? Is it just to earn money? And then you get to your, an organization like Indiaspora and then start realizing there's much more than just, we're not here just to make money. Yeah. We're here to actually build a community, be part of something bigger, yeah. and also build a bridge, uh, not to use cliches, but build a bridge between what's happening in India and the US. Yeah. And then we evolve and then we meet leaders who are running for Congress in the US. And then we realize, wait a minute, we're also here to build a better Indian American community for our next generation, for our kids, right? So what will they look up to? And India's Pura in one line sort of brings all of that together. And, and in thinking about that, you know, the idea of it being inspiring and for different people to come together, we've heard a lot about diversity. You know, for you, how has Indiaspora inspired you, either personally or professionally? See, inspirational is very personal. I think for me, it's more uh, less inspirational. I mean, it is inspirational, but even more so, it's forced me yeah. to think right about, as I said, my own personal journey. Mm and connect with people who are doing things that are so outside of the box, I would have never met some of these people, right? Sure. 
other than outside of this group. Has it been sort of like an accelerator in some it's ways It's been an you? accelerator of my brain, yeah. right? For It's also an accelerator for my practice. I meet people sure. who are going to be prospective clients, investors who are investing my clients, and yeah. we build the network for our clients. So it's, it's great. I mean, it's great for business. Yeah. But there are other organizations who do that as well, right? It, this, this organization, India, sort of forces you to think about your personal space, your journey, but also how you can contribute. It's the first, as a lawyer, you're not really thinking about that as much in your personal life. Yeah. But coming here, meeting other people, getting inspired by their journeys, yeah. and the fact that they're doing so many different things yeah. inspires you in that respect and forces you to start thinking about you know, the next phase of your life. Is that where the idea of being a force for good comes in? Correct, correct. It's, it's forcing you to think and that's always a good thing, right? And, and it will lead to good things. Let's imagine that we're having a conversation 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. What do you hope we'll be saying about Indiaspora's 10th anniversary forum? So if I look back seven years ago yeah. and you told me we'd be here today, I wouldn't have believed it, right? So if you reflect backwards and then sort of plan forward, yeah. given where we are in a short span of seven years, uh, we've done phenomenally well as, a, as, a, as an organization. We have leaders in Congress who are part of it. We have filmmakers, we have uh, you know, professors who are at the top of their field and, and lawyers and entrepreneurs and sure. investors, wealthy people, accomplished people, talented people, all sorts. Yeah. The next 10 years I want to, which I hope, is we will have the next generation take over, do exactly the same because we're doing exactly what we should have been doing seven years ago when I started. And we are, where I'm glad and very excited to see where we are. But if the next generation can participate and do exactly what we're doing, just accelerate it even more. Uh, instead of a thousand, probably next time we should be having this event at the 49ers stadium. You know, there you go. have yeah. the field covered with our people and you know, doing this just a higher level. Yeah. And I think more connected with India. As an organization, we focus on that, the bridge, and we we will be the force for change when it comes to even policy in India, sure. as it relates to investments or the movement of people and talent across India and US. It's almost this idea of scale and amplify, but then having a youth movement. And then mm -hmm. just this idea of also capturing the people who aren't here, people who are not in the room, the people who are invisible, mm -hmm. and, and ensuring that they have a seat at the table too. That's an interesting thought I haven't thought about, but I think we should consider, right? I mean, the issue of domestic violence is so prevalent in the Indian yeah. American community. As an organization, should we be looking at how we can help, right? Yeah. Should we provide resources, legal resources, financial resources, uh, immigrants who are here on uh, illegally or however yeah. it is, they're struggling, right? They're, yeah. they're being abused by their employers. Yeah. There's that underpinning of, you know, all of this is a shining magnet where any Americans are doing well and we're all happy, yeah. but there are others who are not. As, yeah. as, and, and as an organization, should we be working and sort of helping that community as well? Right. Now for Rohini Chakravarti, an experienced venture capital investor and managing partner of New Build Venture Capital, her experiences within Diaspora have been relatively new, but it's her work and perspective as someone who's been passionately building community and connections, particularly among women in tech and Silicon Valley and beyond, that give her some real-life examples of how Indiaspora is executing to make a significant impact. So I'm actually a relatively new member of Indiaspora, so I joined over the pandemic, so this is my first live event, and the energy here has been amazing. And what drew me to Indiaspora was really, I think, the focus um, on what Professor Sani called epic, you know, so yeah. this whole idea on how do you come together on economic, uh, philanthropy, intellectual, as well as civic pursuits. And I think that really spoke to me. I, that was the impression I had of Indiaspora. I was curious about that. I'm a 
an investor by background, so most of my work life is spent on entrepreneurship and that's where I live my um, career and I've built a whole career around that. But I've been drawn to philanthropy and I've been somewhat engaged uh, in political campaigns. So this now gives me a forum to learn about those parts. Almost like a platform to really sort of blossom and, and find new people, new ideas. Exactly, yeah. And, and the people are amazing. So I was, uh, I've been in some interesting discussions this morning and was really inspired, so. In that same word, right? What so far have you found inspiring, maybe personally, uh, about Indiaspora or professionally for that matter, but that word inspiration keeps coming up? Yeah, so I, I can give you a couple of examples. Um, so la, you know, over the COVID uh, pandemic, I know it has touched a lot of people personally. I was very involved in, uh, so I'm on the board of the IIT Madras Foundation, and in diaspora put together this, you use the word platform, that there were many different organizations that they would send these donations through, so Act for India, the Wish Foundation, and in our case, we actually um, had a whole focus on Chennai and IIT Madras that we partnered up with in diaspora on. So there is, you know, there's an element of when you want to do good and you want to do it at some scale, you really do need to understand the best practices. And in diaspora has sort of put thought into how to build a community, how to execute, how to actually make a difference and scale it. So that's very appealing to me. I know you've been quite involved in ensuring that the community is inclusive and representing people through Netri and other things that you're working on. Yeah. This whole concept of being a force for good, Yes. how does that resonate with you? Absolutely, yes. I'm very passionate about, uh, passionate about women in tech, women in VC. I've been a supporter of Netri. Also, shout out to firstboard.io, which is another organization I support. And at uh, IIT Madras Foundation, we start something called the Women Leading IITM campaign. So we're building an endowment to, to give grants, sort of block grants, for women to learn to be leaders. So in all of these milieus, I've wanted to make sure that the voices of women, and they're, sometimes they are special needs, um, and sometimes they're not. It's just more about being present and, and representing that. And then there's a whole, other area of the unpaid labor of women, you know, so women tend to do a lot of work that doesn't get paid for and sometimes not even thanked or recognized. And uh, in diaspora now has a way to bring some of that back into the spotlight. Like, so, you know, once, you know, if you want to do something in the content space or you want to do something in philanthropy or you want to run for office, and I think those are all spheres where we definitely want women to be equally represented. and. Um, really serving so as a hub exactly. for all of these different spokes. Yeah, I think the number I heard was it's 45% women um, at in diaspora. So we are 51% of the population, but 45 is pretty good. We, we need to <laughs> yeah. get, get, get to 51 at least, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, one final thing, and that is, let's imagine we're having a conversation 10 years from now. Yeah. What do you hope we'll be talking about at that time when we reflect back on this sort of 10th forum? Yeah. I mean, first of all, you know, happy 10th anniversary and I've been part of the journey only for a couple of years. So for me, the journey is all about what's to come. And I think a lot of the groundwork has been laid for for a, an amazing next 10 years. It's, you know, there, there is this analogy of the back half of the chessboard, right? So you, as you start, you know, doubling <laughs> every doubling yeah. every year, you get to from some pretty big numbers when you're at the back half of the chessboard. 
so I think I, I, my wish is that it will be uh, the back half of, of the chessboard for in diaspora, being able to build on all of these strands. You know, so there are multiple flywheels that are being built with people, with resources, with the platform. And you know, as we build careers, as we become better philanthropists, and as we become participants in new venues, I think all of those will, will blossom. Now let's next meet Suja Viswesan, a seasoned data executive who was the head of data at Warner Brothers Discovery and has led data teams at LinkedIn and IBM. Suja is another leader who's passionate about education and steers work for Pratham, an educational NGO in India, providing opportunities to support every child in school and learning well. Suja's in diaspora experience is highlighted, like many, by the incredible sense of belonging that it creates for everyone involved. Well, I, I'm from the Silicon Valley, so uh, all the people that I know are from tech, are they are my physicians. So I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a living stereotype. Other, right. I'm a living stereotype. Yeah. So for me, what was fascinating was that when I came to, this is my first event at Indiaspora, to see the diversity from politicians to environmentalists to social workers. It, it, was, it was very, very fascinating and eye-opening for me, especially coming from a tech, tech bubble. Sure, sure, sort of like windows are opening all yes, around you. Yes, Okay, and, and in that way, I mean, for you, uh, what's been inspiring about Indiaspora? Now that you've been introduced to it, there's a new windows that are opening up, but for, ha for that matter, what is inspiring either personally or professionally? I mean, from a personal perspective, uh, the, the social work that is being, especially on the politic, political side, the amount of grassroots work that they have done, it was very impressive to see in 10 years where we have come from in the political arena. Yeah. And only when it affects you, when in a pandemic like this happened, that's when you realize how it is important to have policies in place that supports immigrants, support people who live here. So, it, it was really, really inspiring for me, and it also inspired me to figure out how to get involved on these things. Right, almost so you see it in front of you, you see it on paper, you see it in practice. Yes. And then in diaspora has really been a force for good. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, I'm curious what that means to you. How does that resonate with you? See, first thing it gives is a sense of belonging. Today I was in an event where one of the 16-year-old was talking about how her peers in school want to be white, even though they are Indians, right? And when she was talking about it, why wouldn't they embrace their own? We talked about the inclusivity. You, you want to feel you want to belong somewhere. So this Indiaspora is a place that gives you the sense of belonging, that it's okay to be you. Yeah. And then once you bring your whole self into it, then the possibilities become infinite. You don't have to be somebody else that you're not. Almost like uh, we're finding ourselves under the tent, but when we're in the tent, we like the tent. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. Um, I'm always just so curious about this and both reflecting and thinking forward. I imagine we're having a conversation 10 years from now. What do you hope we'll be talking about when we reflect back on Indiaspora's 10th anniversary forum? I believe we will, we will be talking, we will be an example to other Indian diasporas across yeah. the world yeah. and, uh, and how we are helping them. I think that's where, I think we are starting it right now and what we have done and what we can do more. The global front is what I'll be Sort of expanding about. our pasture, so to yes. speak. Yeah. Yes. I had a chance next to chat with Raju Reddy, 
the founder and former CEO of Sierra Atlantic, a global services company that grew and was acquired by Hitachi. He serves on the board of the RAND Corporation's Center for Asia-Pacific Policy and also is the co-founder of Kakatiya Sandbox, an initiative that is building innovation and entrepreneurship ecosystems in rural India. His experiences within Diaspora have been anchored through the diverse talent that exists with each individual member. So I've been uh, uh, part of Indiaspora for the last at least five years, maybe eight years. Yeah, we're pretty close to the time we just started. And uh, with each year, it just seems to be a richer set of conversations and, uh, you know, Indian-American community here has uh, you know, become more visible and uh, the role that we play today in, uh, you know, various walks of life within America, right? Uh, I can't think of another organization which captures all of this and brings people from different backgrounds uh, you know, as a community in one place to talk about uh, the issues and the opportunities ahead. Yeah, sort of an amazing uh, petri dish of so many ideas and so much, so much thought and so much fertile ground for innovation. How has Indiaspora perhaps inspired you, maybe personally or professionally for that matter? I think, uh, I mean, with a lot of these things, it's the people that you meet at a forum like this, because each of us come with our own sort of uh, rich set of, you know, experiences and uh, ambitions and aspirations of uh, what we want to do to you know make the world a better place because th this is one of those forums where anybody in the audience could be up on the stage it's not like you know you're there's talent all yeah, around yeah you. exactly yeah. so those conversations that you have not just on what you see on the stage but also in between the you know sessions to, to me personally though those are a very big part of it. almost the embodiment of being a force for good it is. It, it absolutely is, yeah. Let me ask you this. Uh, if we were now having a conversation 10 years from now, yeah. and we were thinking a little bit uh, and reflecting back on, on today, what do you hope we would be talking about in thinking back on India, Indiaspora's 10th anniversary forum? One, it's possible we'll have a president of America yeah. who is of Indian-American background. Uh, if not at least twice the number of senators and congressmen and governors as we do today, at least sure. uh, policy making, I think that's very important. But uh, again, uh, in the different facets that we cover at Indiaspora, right, uh, with the politics and in the business world, it seems like that's, the train has left the station, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, we almost have an unfair advantage today if you're one of the senior executives in a large corporate of Indian American background, to be considered as a you know strong CEO candidate. Right. Ten years ago, that was almost never the case, right? Sure. So, you know, you might have been a great CTO or a great chief marketing officer, but not a CEO. Thanks to people like Satya Nadella and others who have done stupendously well, and you know, just uh, uh, I, I think we'll see several more of such you know executives uh, in the uh, corporate world here in America. Uh, also, one of the things Indiaspora started talking about more in uh, recent years was not always a part of the forum's conversation that I recall, is on philanthropy, right? I think as Indian Americans, uh, we are well known as great engineers, doctors, business people, but I think we also have to be more visible as uh, important change makers right here in America, you know, uh, and not just in India. 
You know, we're often surprised by the conversations and aha moments that arise from forums and groups like Indiaspora. And this was evident from chatting with Vasant Prabhu, the Vice Chair and Chief Financial Officer for Visa. He's had deep leadership experiences with NBC Universal and Starwood Hotels and Resorts. And for him, he's appreciated Indiaspora by embracing the unexpected surprises that spark ideas, impact, and new innovations. Well, as you know, it's such an incredible cross-section of people, which you don't normally see in other you know, settings. A cross-section of you know, business people, I guess that's the context in which I'm here. There's academics, you know, people like you who are in medicine sure. and politics and so on. And so you hear and see things and meet people that you wouldn't. And they all have the same common sort of Indian American background. So it's very interesting to see how the Indian, Indian American community has evolved in the U.S. And, and all the things you know, the community could be doing around the country incredibly mission-driven, and, and I like how you put that in some ways, sort of uh, expecting the unexpected. Well, in that way, what about Indiaspora has inspired you? Is there anything in particular, either personally or professionally, that's been, for that matter, inspiring about Indiaspora? Well, I think uh, seeing it grow in the last few years and become, you know, an even more impactful thing, and I know now, you know, Indiaspora is doing things around, around the world, too. Yeah. I think it's just the uh, sort of the broadening of what, uh, and then the focus on philanthropy and the focus on, you know, social um, causes, I think clearly has become far more central to these kinds of events. I think what we've heard over and over again has been the flowing concept of being a force for good. Yeah, and I think that's the right thing to do because I think it's Indian Americans have to think about how they contribute to a society that has been so good to them. Yeah, and home being wherever that home might be, whether it's India or here and exactly. in your backyard. Exactly. Uh, one last thought, and that is, you know, if we were having a conversation 10 years from now and we were hopefully enjoying a conversation in good health 10 years from now, um, what do you hope we'll be saying? What do you hope we'll be talking about when we reflect on Indiaspora's 10th anniversary forum? Well, I would hope that what people talk about is some of the things that started yeah. here, right? So. I think the important thing here is people are meeting each other that they make connections about things they could do or somebody gets an idea about what they should be doing and perhaps 10 years from now one of those of several of those become highly impactful things and you'll yeah. be interviewing them. I hope so and in that way right the napkin back of napkin idea exactly. or the connection that happened will hopefully spark and ignite so much more. Oh, and your podcast may be you know, the place everybody goes to to talk about all Let's this. Let's hope so, right? And lastly, I had a chance to catch up with Indiaspora's founder, M.R. Rangaswamy. M.R. has been the catalyst for Indiaspora's birth, and along with the entire Indiaspora team, has been connecting a universe of dots together and leaving successful impact for a global community now for 10 years. With both humility and boldness, MR's vision to link all 32 million of the diaspora together will hopefully continue to blossom. Yeah, I think the main thing is the diversity of our community. You know, we have doctors, lawyers, academics, VCs, CEOs, artists. Just bringing that community together is something magical. You know, in, in your case, of course, I think you've been galvanizing so much of this from the beginning, but I'm, I'm curious for you personally, what about today is so inspiring for you? 
First of all, whenever I started a community, and this is my third one, I give it a 10-year, at least a 10-year commitment, and this is 10 years. So that's a big milestone for me personally, in terms of seeing it through to this stage, because it takes a long time to create these organizations, especially a nonprofit. And so I'm really, really happy to see this conclusion of this phase and getting ready for the next 10 years. I was gonna say, hopefully it's an evolution to more phases and, and more inspiration to keep going. Imagine we're 10 years from now having a conversation again. And what do you hope we'll be talking about when reflecting back on Indiaspora's 10th anniversary forum? I think the main thing in our minds and my mind is how do we connect the 32 million diaspora to be a force for good? And if we accomplish that in the next 10 years, it'd be incredible where everybody today has a cell phone. So can we be an app on every cell phone that is in the diaspora and to be able to connect them on all kinds of things, everything from shopping to philanthropy to news to everything, and really make it an action group. An action group indeed. So for anyone listening and soaking in the chatter, the planes going overhead, of course, and the full hearts and minds of the people attending this forum, after 10 years of community building in the backdrop of an incredibly rich past, a present that's filled with vitality and action for building and giving, and a future that's filled with promise, optimism, and innovation. Find your way, please, to explore and engage in the global platform of Indiaspora. You can learn more at indiaspora.org, and I'm grateful for the conversations and inspiring dialogue. Till next time, I'm Abhay Dharnikar. Conversation. It's the antidote to apathy and the catalyst for relationships. I'm Abhay Dandekar, and I share conversations with global Indians and South Asians, so everyone can say, trust me, I know what I'm doing. New episodes weekly, wherever you listen to your podcasts.